Hello, everyone, and welcome back. We're just going to, like, start all over again because, you know, I feel like I needed to get my... You're listening to Talk Israel with Anya Farber, where we talk everything Israel. The art, the culture, the music, the food. Oh, man, don't get me started on the food. So grab a plate of shakshuka, sit down, and listen up. And now your host, Anya Farber. So hello again, everyone. You know, there's this thing called like a dramatic exit. Listen, I'm only trying to do this to help Shai's acting career. We had a dramatic exit and a re-entrance. <laughs> Listen, Shai, if people are not going to remember you for your ability to make an impression, then they need to wake up because we just did that. We, like, slammed the door very dramatically and, boom, kicked it open. You know why we kicked it open, Shai? Because you are a wrestler. So... What was your favorite wrestling move? We just have to, you know, keep coming back to this. And um, <laughs> sorry, but we just do. Uh, yeah, like, I mean, and it's super cool. So tell me more about, like, so you're watching wrestling. You're like, this is so cool. Um and how do you, how do you how do you go to the US and and try out for the WWE by the way do you know that the WWE used to be the WWF yes this is my history of profession so i have to know that all right listen so uh i don't know is mr mcmahon like is he involved at all or is it just triple h and and the mcmahon daughter i don't know uh, he's, in, he's a little bit involved but triple h is the okay so triple h Triple H and um, McMahon's daughter, whose name is evading me at this moment. Stephanie, Stephanie McMahon. Oh, Stephanie. How can I forget that? I knew that. I mean, they are headquartered in my state, so I should know that. And they actually moved to a nice big new building um, in Stanford. Yeah. And my cousin used to work for them in production. My cousin, Rebecca. Shout out to Rebecca and WWE. Um, but they... They should know we're talking a lot about wrestling. Um, and in fact, I think we'll have to send them a message after and send them a, a quick message. But, like, how does one come about, like, just were, did you train and get all ready? Had you been wrestling in Israel? And then you were like, no, nah, I'm going to the big stage. I'm going full force. I'm going WWE. So, I started in 2007. Mm-hmm. I to watch and then I saw in Israel there was a school of wrestling. It's a really small, small school. There is not a big scene in Israel of wrestling, but there was one in Tel Aviv. So I started there and uh, after a couple of years I, I go to the army and also I can speak about what uh, I did in the army. I know you want to hear it, but I can't speak about that. Okay, so, <laughs> so we're gonna to have to explain. We're, we're, let's 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 explain to our listeners though. So, Israel has mandatory service. So both men and women serve. 
you the only reason you wouldn't is that there's a physical or mental impairment that you would not be able to but there are other community service based options so there is mandatory service i think the united states should have mandatory service of some kind even if it's community service now you go into the army listen this is not my first wrestling match shy so i know that i can't yeah see what i did there i can't ask you about what you did in the army and uh ani i understand aval uh i know right and now you're like what is she going to say because that is the most exciting word on the planet um he you you everyone goes but you can't talk about but but there is mandatory service so you go and you're like you know a you're still a baby. You're like 18, and you go and you do all the significant things. But tell me about now. When I say tell me about your your service, I'm not asking you what you did, but you know it's that development of um, a community. Your mishpacha gets a little bigger, right? Because you are with people, you know, potentially doing Absolutely. dangerous things. I'm sorry. Absolutely, my family. I'm an only child. Ah. Yeah. Okay. I so have no brothers. You really did get a bigger family then. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, um, you were in the army for a few years, and would you? What would you say that that experience is like? Again, vague general answers. This is really makes me a bigger person, bigger guy. Mm-hmm. It taught me a lot of life. Uh, I served three years of my life there, so it really changed me. It makes me more man from child to a man. Yeah. Uh, not a lot, because I'm also a wrestler and the rappers, not lot of men. <laughs> but uh, it makes me better person. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's I mean it's a really a chance to mature. Yes. Yeah. So I really evolved in the army. I really evolved. Oh, very fancy word. I really I really like the the evolve evolve. Evolve. Okay. Well, I I think that that's a really perfect word for you, Shai, because you've evolved to you know quite a performer because you are. You know, um, you started with one thing, and you're kind of, you know, evolving. You've you've brought in your 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 base. This is actually what I do in my life. Always evolve. evolve. Yeah. So I think that. Um, gosh, how do I? How do I say this? So do you think that wrestling was like the building blocks? for you of your performing yes i think maybe this was the what makes me want to be performing when i did wrestling i went about also when i was in the army i i put wrestling also in my life a little bit because i was a soldier but i i used to wrestle also when i was in the army when i uh, finished my uh, three years i uh, wrestle in a lot of places in Israel and then uh, save money to travel to the Orlando in the U.S. and then go to 
to the Team 3D Academy in Orlando. Okay. And then I wanted also to evolve there. <laughs> because in, West, in Israel you can evolve so much. I don't want to say a lot of things about uh, me and myself, but I was one of the biggest stars in Israel back then. Okay. In wrestling. Alright, fair. Totally fair. Um, you know, so I'm also just, you know, sharing, um, the link, uh, again, because, you know, we had a bit of a, a random kind of, uh, snafu there, but you know what, mm-hmm. what is it about Israelis that's so amazing and so special? Well, you ask me, so I will tell you what it is, is that, um, you know, there's like this, this, I'm not satisfied with what is, right? Okay. I don't love this circumstance. So I'm going to, I'm going to change it. I'm going to do what I need to do to change it. So in the spirit of being Israeli, right? Cause I'm, I'm not, but you know, one day in the spirit of like, I'm not quite satisfied we evolved and we started a new link. And so I'm posting that up on Instagram for everyone and I'm tagging you in it. So feel free to share it. Um, it's, it's a very stoic yet artistic picture that is on um, for everyone. It's the picture where I feel like, um, I'm like, what is he about to say? What is he about to do? I have to know. This is uh, when I hear a song. Yeah. <laughs> and, and this is when I first uh, pre-match. This is before I get into a match. Put my headphones, uh, go into my own world there. And ready to go up to the ring. Oh, so that was like a picture from before wrestling. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. This is before the, all the things of the wrapping. The... I mean, I mean this in the nicest way. Like, Shai, I'm looking at the picture, and our listeners can see the, the pictures. We're going to put everything back up again. Um, but... I want to say you look intimidating, but like, I don't know, because I just really uh, like the picture. I like the picture. I don't think that, you know, I'm not like, um, so, so scared. You definitely look very serious. You know, the hood is on. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. I think, you know, it's not like I'm like, oh, hey, let me, let me, let me try to take you on in the wrestling ring and get my rear end here. Me. <laughs> Hello, hello, Anilo Rosa. No, I, did, I, did, I didn't put it out my tongue, so, so. Well, so there is a picture that I did also uh, upload. And again, because we had some sort of a, an issue, we're going to re-upload everything for everyone to see. But there is indeed a picture, and I'm sorry, but I have to ask about this. So you're clearly all suited up for wrestling, but you've got the lollipop there with you. Is it because you were the sweet wrestler? Like, what was your wrestling name? I was the too sweetest guy in the world. <laughs> Actually, back in 2015, I 
was a tag team with another guy called uh, Candy Bolden, and they called me High Crusher. And we worked together, the Candy Crusher. <laughs> Isn't that a game? Isn't that an online game, Candy Crush? Yes, yes, you yes, should, yes, you yes, should yes. go after them. They stole your name. Yeah, yes. but actually we stole their name, <laughs> so they can come after us. Okay, well, <laughs> poop poop on them. I don't care. Um, so we were the tag team, and we saw up with candy every time, and oh. I was the lollipop. Every time I was in a lollipop with the lollipop. And he's resting on the ring, and then I come inside the ring, and he's taking my lollipop and put oh, it in his mouth. Interesting. <laughs> Very interesting. Okay. All right. I like it. I like it. It's def. I mean, you you have to have like um, you have to have like a, a shtick, right? When you're when you're wrestling, you kind of need a thing. Like you need like a little uh. You know, everyone's watching you because you're doing something that's making you, that's differentiating you from, from other people. And so what you guys did was um, was this lollipop thing. The, yep. the, candy, the, the candy. The candy. The can, yeah, candy crushers. So I would say that's sweet, but um, I know Orr is listening, and I know he's like, oh, that's something I would say. Because he's the punniest funny man I've ever met. Um, I, I actually sent him a picture of a mug the other day that said, like, I got dad jokes. Because he kind of <laughs> he does have dad jokes sometimes. But he is very funny. And I think that that's something very interesting. Um, and it kind of goes to this, the beauty of, like, who who – Israel is as a whole, who Israelis are, like there's a lot of layers, right? There's a lot of layers to all of you. Um, you know, you have the wrestling, the acting, the rapping, you know. Um, and I was wondering if you could share a little bit about like your family background, because what I'm always trying to do here is share with our listeners on CRS Radio, that it's the Knowledge Network. Here on Talk Israel, we obviously talk, Israel, and our talk is real. So again, total or thing, play on words, play on spelling, right? That's why the I and the S in our name is capitalized because it's talk is real, but it's not R-E-A-L because Israel is spelled I-S-R-A-E-L. So can you tell us a little bit about like your family background? Because the thing that's so interesting to me is that there's so many people who, you know, come from like not only like a variety of different places, but then you have people whose family has been in, you know, one specific city or area in Israel for three, four, five generations. So where would you fit in that, that category? My family is, I, I think my grandfather and mother born in Israel. Basically I'm a suburb. Yeah. <laughs> So, but uh, their background was from Poland and mm-hmm. from Yemen. Mm-hmm. My father is from Yemen and my mother from Poland. Uh, this is where my family comes. Yeah. They well, are absolutely 100% Israel. Yes. So, Sabra, which I heard you say, the Sabra fruit. So, yeah. I always try to, you know, again, talk about, because it doesn't, it doesn't grow everywhere, Shai. So, um I, I like to try to explain it because, to be honest with you, like, I had never seen one 
where where I grew up, like never seen it like in person and you know. Uh, it's it's prickly. Really known by those yeah, well, you know, but it's it's prickly on the outside, but it's like so sweet and juicy and delicious on the inside, but it's like kind of prickly on the outside. And I think um, one of the things that's a big misconception is like you know that people think Israelis are mean or rude or whatever. And and I couldn't disagree more. Like don't worry, there's plenty of beep beeps, you know, everywhere you go. Uh, you know, we don't we don't swear here on Talk Israel, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Um, I wonder if I could like get away with saying it in Hebrew, maybe. Um, oh, I guess I could say like there's plenty of arses <laughs> everywhere you go. About about yeah. like I think for the most part, people mistake this quick pace, you know, for being rude, and it's not. It's the pace of of Israel, right? It's again, it goes to, to this evolving. Um, you know, it, here's what is, but like here's what we're gonna make of it. Israel is the most startups of anywhere in the world. Israel's a desert. It's not rich with oil like some of its neighboring countries, yet Israel is a thriving economy. You know, they're doing, uh, I mean, Israel, most people know Israel for tech and pharma. Aval, there's more. There's music and there's academia and there's some businesses doing some amazing things. And and I think that that's what I always try to bring to our listeners, um, you know, every time we, we, we speak, because Israel is this place where if you don't really know, you don't know. And, like, that's okay because we're on CRS Radio Network, the Knowledge Network, so we are sharing knowledge. So if someone's like, you know, I still don't understand what a Sabra is, here's my other equation. Maybe this time when you come, you will know what this is. No, no. <laughs> Of course, all of our all of our audience may not. So I like to give the secondary analogy. Now every guest is allowed to tell me whether they like this analogy or not, but I know that you're smart enough to like it. So I say Israelis are like mangoes. They're really freaking annoying to get into. But then and they're so hard to cut up because they've got that like very weird thing in the middle of the pit thing and it's oh and like you peel them but then they make a mess and then, but then you eat it and you're like damn that was so freaking good i want another one so i say yeah. they're like mangoes oh thank you i i also think it's because of your coloring it reminds me of your hair the mango <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> Now, do people ever ask you, like, wait, you're Israeli? You don't look Israeli. Do you ever get that? I never look like Israeli. <laughs> when I travel uh, the world, everybody thinks I'm a local guy. And in Israel, people uh, speak with me in the street in Tel Aviv, mm. usually in English. So uh, <laughs> it's really funny. Yes. I'm not look like an Israeli guy. Right, but, you know, this but is... Really Yes. Do they assume? What do they assume? You're American. They just speak English to you. Is that how it goes? They all. I think uh, somebody thought I'm from Brazil. Somebody thought I am from uh, London. A lot of things. Yeah. So I think that that that's a really good, you know, kind of way to 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 shift over to the fact that, like, yeah, Jews as a people were forced to be nomadic for a very long time. So there are 
Jews that were living in Brazil. There are Jews that were living in London. There are Jews that were living in Yemen. There are Jews that were living in Russia and Poland. There are Jews that were living in like China. There are Jews that were living in, you know, um, parts of Africa. There are Jews that are in Australia. There are Jews freaking like they had to move everywhere. So there is a lot of like, um, it's like a, we're all like a bunch of, you know, in, in English when like a dog's not a pure breed, they call it a mutt, you know? So we're like, <laughs> it's all mixed up. And, and I think that that's one of the things that I love the most. It's like, well, what, is, what does an Israeli look like? Uh, well, a lot of people, right? Um, you know, they're, especially because Israel has been able to welcome back a lot of refugees. The Ethiopian refugees have come back to Israel. Um, you know, with everything going on, there's been a lot of Jews from, you know, X amount of years ago it was Russia, and then it, now it might be Ukraine. And, and people are really kind of coming from, from everywhere. So it's, um, you know, it's a very, it's a very good, you know, situation. And I like that it's like, well, what does an Israeli look like? Well, he looks like, he or she looks like you, like me. Yeah. Yes. And um, I'm not going to lie. When I am there. I usually get away with people assuming I am Israeli until I open my mouth. Hi, the low native is not. It, then, but then I get, oh, your accent's so cute. <laughs> like, I feel very defeated. One day, one day, I I tell you, I'm gonna master the fake Israeli accent. Um, oh, quick, quick! I don't know if or Georgie shared this with you, your your dear friend, and 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 as in his own words on our program weeks ago, he's a schemer, a schemer. I was like, oh, you're such a prankster. He's like, no, I'm a schemer. I'm like, okay, well, I mean, you said it, I didn't, right? You know, he when he first sat down with me, I had like two very very brief phone calls with him. And I went to meet him, um, and it was, like, pouring rain, and I was, like, so just, I was just, like, oh, my God, I was a mess. I was a mess. It was a Shanda, I say, a Shanda. There's a little Yiddish for you. Um, and, <laughs> and he comes in, and he starts talking to me, shy, with the heavy accent. I'm, like, <laughs> oh, my God, I must. I have like the worst poker face and I think he like started to feel bad because he just had the biggest smile on his face. He's like, Oh, I'm just, you know, screwing with you. I don't, I don't actually sound like that. He's like, here's how I sound when I speak English because I'm thinking to myself like, Oh my God, I'm going to have to subtitle this entire interview. No one's going to be able to understand him. He had me fooled. And I think that goes like, oh, he does. So do you have like a, do you have a hidden talent of like fooling or anything like that? Is there some hidden talent that we don't know about aside from like, you know, rocking the, the wrestling gig with, you know, making that lollipop look badass? I can do, I can do some, some stupid things by uh-oh. being an actor. Uh-oh. I did some audition by playing some uh, American soldier one time, one time German soldier with a German accent that was really, really sucked. <laughs> and I didn't get that. Nine. I don't know. 
That's not the worst audition of my life, I think. Well, you know, the German accent scares me a little. It's just, I'm like, ah, every time. Um, I, I can buy you as an American soldier. In fact, you kind of, you look a lot like um, uh, the show, oh, God, what is it called? What is it called? Oh, SEAL Team. No, no, the SEAL Team. There's a SEAL Team show, not the movie. There's a show. Um, and one of the members of the team, you kind of look like him. I'm going to have to, like, do some digging to, like, because I don't remember his name, but I'm going to send it to you after the show, Shy. And, and, but I, listen, I, I, I think it's a compliment, so I hope you take it as a compliment. But I could definitely Thank buy you as that. I mean, you were a soldier, right? You, you, and you could have possibly done even, you know, more extreme things than they show on that show. I don't know, because we don't talk about these things. And you know what? Hakol Beseder. Hakol Everything uh, is good. Lowerval. Lowerval Hakol Beseder. Don't worry. I will use Aval as much as I possibly can. You know, everything is Beseder. So, um, what is, we heard about your worst acting audition. Uh, what was your best audition or best role that you got to play as an actor? Actually, what was my easy audition was for a Bamba Austin commercial that was, uh, I think, two and a half years ago. Mm-hmm. And only they wanted me the, to walk on the street. The audition was walk on the street. And hug someone. I was with a friend, and the one filmed this on my phone mm-hmm. and take another friend. And we, the two of us, walk on the street and we hug each other. And the, the cameraman also zoom on on my face, zoom in. And then <laughs> I get the job in uh, two hours after that. That was the easy audition of my life. Okay. Now, can you tell everyone what the product was? And explain what it is because not everyone knows that name. It's a bamba awesome. It's a peanut butter snack. That's the most famous snack in Israel, I think. They can find it also in America. Yes, I, I got it on my on my time in Orlando. I got bamba a lot of times. Yes, so I I have a secret for you. Uh, you can okay. get bamba. And then, of course, uh, this, there's a store, Trader Joe's, uh, that also sells, like, their own version. I do love you, Trader Joe's, but I don't like that one. But I actually order my Bamba in the uh, family size packs because, you know, in, in the U.S., we're, we're a country of uh, excess. So I can't just buy the regular bags, nor do I want to buy the snack bags because that's not enough Bamba for me. Uh, I go by the family size bag, or for people who are living in the United States, the, like, Costco size bag. Uh, not quite Costco size, but close. Uh, because, and I order them from Amazon because I just love Bomba so much, and it is my favorite snack. Um, it, oh it's good for any age, and I also have to tell you, you know who also loves Bomba? So listen, you, I know you had this audition for them, Maybe you and I should get together and film our own commercial for them and, like, just really be like, yeah, you want it? You're going to have to pay us a pretty penny because this is brilliant, brilliant advertising. (laughs) My dogs love Bamba. My two German shepherds cannot get enough because dogs tend to love peanut butter. 
I'm telling you, like, you can't even open the bag and not have them at your feet at, like, two seconds. Like, they will, Mm. they want that more than the, like, the, the meat, the chicken, the beef, the, those, those dried, like, jerky treats. They want the bomba. More. So, Shai, I'm thinking maybe you, uh, you, you, you know, you go back into the alter ego wrestling guy, and then I've got the dogs, and we film this, like, crazy bomba commercial, like, oh, you think lollipops are great? And you, like, throw it. No, no. Anirta, rock bomba. Rock bomba. And then my dogs come, like, flooding in and trying to fight me for the bomba. But then you have to do the wrestling move to get my bomba back for me. And then you're, like, the savior who saved my bomba. I think this is a beautiful commercial. I really do. It's a really good commercial. I know. Thank you. So, you know, I, I really I want our audience to be able to really chew on the commercial and, like, think about it. We we here on CRS Radio, the Knowledge Network, we, we're always sharing knowledge. So, yes, I'm very excited that I shared the Bomba with them because, oh, but when I say share the Bomba, I don't share my Bomba. Well, I do. I share it with the dogs. But, and luckily, listen, I know. <laughs> there's, um, oh, my God, I can't remember what don't product. Don't touch my Bebbin Bomba. What is it? Uh, oh, the Eggo, Eggo Waffles, these, like, frozen waffles in the United States. It's like, Lego my Eggo. Nobody touches my Eggo Waffle. I I feel like, meh, those are all right. Like, you know, they're frozen waffles, like meh. Um, but the Bomba, that's that's like some serious stuff. So um, you keep your paw. Oh, let's call it keep your paws off my Bomba. Oh, my God. Let's do it. We're doing it, Shai. So, Shai, yeah, I want them to really, <laughs> I want them to soak in these images. But I want them to do this while they're listening to some of your music. So we have a few songs to share. Would you like, which, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to, do you want to give me like a brief before, or do you want me to just play the song and then we can kind of give a background after? What do you prefer? We will play the song. We'll play the song and then we'll talk about it. Okay. So guys, I'm going to put one of the songs on and then we're going to give you an overview breakdown in English. But, um, you're going to listen to this because, yeah, he's rocking the – he's the candy crusher. He's also <laughs> the best Bomba representative, aside from myself, of course, and the dogs. So let's also listen to where he excels in music. <laughs> I'm not 
gonna lie did a little bit of moving around in my chair so because I feel like that's like I feel like you'd be cruising in a car before you explain the song because I know our listeners have just listened to that and they're like oh my god I want to know more about him can you please share your Instagram with us so that everyone has it my Instagram yes sir my Instagram is Shai Blanco Menachem. It's my uh, full name. Is there any spaces or underscores for people? No, only Shai Blanco Menachem. And let's, we're going to spell that for everyone because not everyone is, you know. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes. I will say that. Um, I, I can do it. It's S-H-A-Y-B-L-A-N-C-O, and I believe it is M-E-N-A-C-H-E-M. Am I right? Without the C. Oh, I'm sorry. H-E-M. Oh, my mistake. I got a little too Yiddishy in the in there. Uh, and if uh, <laughs> what about YouTube? YouTube also Shai Blanco in the YouTube. Okay. Um, okay. Give me a breakdown of the song. So song is my. The song from my next album it is the last single I released uh, two months ago. 
And uh, the song speaks about uh, me and uh, some really crazy relationship I had last summer with uh, some girl. Who will remain nameless. Exactly nameless. Well, I will respect uh, the, the people that involved in this story, so I without, I'm not going to say names here. But uh, the relationship was, was really crazy. It was with Anne, uh, and she is also a boyfriend, uh, like kind of husband. And uh, they lived in an open relationship for their whole lives. And uh, we are really crazy <laughs> because the, all the things that went there, she also uh, wanted to live with me. And then uh, everything starts to break them. And uh, when the things break down them, then she comes to me. And uh -huh. after a couple of days, she returns to him. So the song called Makom Sheni is the second place. Makom Sheni in Hebrew. So Makom is so place. Sheni is like of, yep, of mine. Yeah. Like my, yeah, my, also like my place, also my place, yeah. Yes. So this is my my question. Uh, this speaks only about the how I feel regret to him. It starts the song the how I feel regret to him that I feel really sorry about him. But I know it's not also only my mistake and my problem. So right. I tell this and the the song is really sad song and uh, I speak about it as it is the. Okay, so it's a bit of a cleansing, cleansing of the soul, uh, acknowledgement of the situation. Listen. Not healthy love story, I think. This is the base. You know, I think that love is messy. And um, anyone who, who thinks that they can sit in judgment of someone else, like... Sorry, not your please. Uh, that's no, like a that's much higher one, power. Right. That was last year, actually. I have a lot of uh, good things in my life we, and a lot of big love in my life. So it was last year. Right. No, right. But you're, you're acknowledging like a situation and, and a lot of people, like I think a lot of artists thrive on uh, – you know, aspects and things that are happening to them in their life. So yes. that's, that's what you went and opened up about. So this... Yes, I wanted to think about something that's not really people and musicians speak, especially in Israel, especially in rap, some crazy love stories that you don't hear any day in music. Hmm. Well... It's almost like you're bringing um, rap and hip hop to the the level of what what people say about country, right? If there's an emotion that you've had, there's a country song about it. Yes, but maybe maybe Shai Blanco is going to be the rapper who brings us. If there's a situation that's happened or an emotion that you have, you're going to share it with us. And it doesn't necessarily have had to happen to you, right? Because you also draw on things that have happened to other people in your life or things you've experienced and things you've witnessed. Um, I mean, that's life, right? We're human. 
We we're not perfect. Let me speak about life. This is what I love by doing music. I can speak. When I was an actor, I also an actor. Now I read the text, I perform, and mm. when I was a wrestler, I was in a gimmick. In my rap music, I speak what I think myself, what I did in my life, what I'm doing right now in my life, what I see. And this is the difference, I think, when we start the conversation about the wrestling and the acting and the yeah. rapping, yeah. this is the place I found myself. You know, that's, that's like a really beautiful thing. I, I feel like it bears repeating because I want our Talk Israel listeners here on CRS Radio Network, the Knowledge Network, to, to be able to kind of soak up, you know, the, it's almost like some, like, life advice that you're just kind of gave there, Shai. So in acting and wrestling, you take on a persona, an image, or you take on, you know, someone else's life, someone's way. Like, you know, a lot of actors study if you're, they're doing, like, a movie of a specific character, you know, learning about all these things about them, and you're taking on their experiences their personality but your music is not about you living through someone else or someone else's life you are expressing your experiences your thoughts your feelings your hopes your your fears um you know your your past your present and your future a lot of people also related to most so i'm really really blessed yeah well I I really like that song. Um, I'm not sure what mood it puts me in, but I, I do like it. I do quite like it. Um, the, there is a, a song that, uh, that was before, that mm-hmm. uh, single that uh, we released in January, and that was the love story. That was the good song about the, this uh, crazy relationship. Okay. Yeah. Did did it make you did it make you mishuga? Did it make you a little crazy? <laughs> For a couple of weeks, yes, yes. Okay. But I think the most thing that told me that was the music. When I wrote about that and when I released this song, mm. it really makes me feel free about all this story. Yeah. When this is not only my story, everybody can hear my story without saying the names and uh, not uh, help anybody so much. <laughs> I hope right. so. And, and this is uh, what uh, happened in my life. Right. But you're also entitled to work through, you know, your own experience, um, whether it's a, a good, a bad you know, an exciting, a scary experience you, you, you're doing after your music. And, and I do think that there's an aspect to what you're talking about that every single person can relate to. They don't have to have been your role in it or the other person's role or the other person that we're talking about. Like you're not like the three main people. You don't have to, to, to be able to relate to that, right? You can take that and apply that to different situations so people really can you know, in a way. Right, exactly. So I think, you know, for me, I, I just really like it, but I, I feel like I could, um, you know, listen to that and just kind of like keep doing some work on the computer or something or, you know, be driving down the road and being like, yeah, like, you know. Like it is, you know, it's, it's not like something that forces you into some extreme. It's like, yeah, I, I yeah. hear you. I hear you. I My understand. Music is not 
<laughs> no, but it's it's like a it's um it's cathartic. It it helps you like work through, you know, something because yeah. it's very relatable. And I and I also think there's some something very beautiful about bearing you know your soul through your music. Um, I kind of yeah. feel like normally I don't like to listen to two songs so close together, but I'm I'm kind of really curious, and I feel like we should just like hit up another one because I I, I do need <laughs> yeah because I feel like now that people have gotten this taste of like what you're talking about, they're gonna want a little more. So again, we'll we'll go through the song and then we'll allow you to break it down for everybody. Um, I'm wondering I'm wondering what this one is going to be. Oh, I remember this one now. Okay. I like this instrumental beginning here. <laughs> Wow, I I have to tell you, um, 
I feel like, um, was there a bit of like, um, I just feel like that was very like, I could be on the beach. And I hope that our listeners, um, you know, the CRS radio is actually the Caribbean radio uh, network. CRS radio, the Caribbean radio show network, the knowledge uh, station. And you're here on Talk Israel with us. And, but I feel like this is like one of those beautiful examples of this collaboration, this mixing of cultures. And if I'm so way off, you can go ahead and scold me, but I don't know, man. I just, I was digging that. And uh, what would you say to our, our listeners? About the song of him? Yeah. Uh, that was a love song. That was before the second place song. <laughs> uh, there's not a lot of things to talk about this song because this is actually a regular love song and rapping. Okay. All right. But it is. It's a happy vibe. Yes, it's a happy song. Yeah. So... Um, I do want to also let our listeners know that, you know, we are so appreciative uh, here at Talk Israel that when we are reaching out to you guys in Israel, that you are seven hours ahead of the East East Coast, the Eastern Standard Time of our show, because our shows are on Eastern Standard Time. We start at 3 p.m., which would be um, 2200 because Israel, like the rest of the world, goes on, you know, the 24-hour clock as opposed to, I don't know, everything is so like, it's a balagan going back and forth. Um, but I've gotten really good at the conversion. Um, so it, it is actually, it's, well, now it's uh, after 11 p.m. And yes. so I, I want <laughs> to thank you on behalf of the listeners and, you know, the entire CRS family um, thank you for coming on. I, I know that we have you for just a few more minutes because I, I know that you have a lot of engagements to, to deal with all the time. You're, you know, you got your shows and albums. And also we, we want you to sleep and, and eat because we want you to be healthy oh, so you can continue sleep. making more, more amazing music for us. Um, <laughs> so I, I still have two songs that we're going to share, but I was hoping, you know, the remaining two. Could you tell us a little bit about them before you go off and we ha- and we say a few more things uh, before we let you go, so that I don't leave anything out when trying to explain them to the listeners? Okay, so sure. The the next song is uh, with O Georgie. Uh, it's called As Far As You Can. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It's a really motivated song that wanted to go. When we are start on our career in rapping, go farther, 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 farther away, only to perform in front of all the Israeli crowds, yeah. uh, also in the in the world. Yeah. So this is a, a motivation song, and uh, after that, it's called song it's called audition. It's a fun song <laughs> about the life of actor in Israel, doing a lot, and not, not, not a lot. Of auditions and really always get no. <laughs> so it's funny song about that. Yeah, I mean, I, I bet that anyone who's been in acting can tell you what you probably get like what a thousand no's for every yes. It's, that's just the way it is. I mean, you know, that's that's yeah, life. But you keep going. Yes. So the song that so you have. Yeah, that's good. Listen, tov, tov, oh, very good, very good. 
I think that, um, you know, something that I, I don't know that we had had a chance to touch upon, but I want to um, share my outsider view uh, with you and the listeners. One of the things and one of the reasons here on Talk Israel, and of course, you know, when I'm in Israel coming up, I will sit down with you and we'll do a little bit of video filming for the Do You See What I See project, which is actually what started all of this. It was my quest to show everyone Israel as I see it, returning to Israel for the first time in far too long um, from being, you know, like a, a young adult to, an, to, to adulthood and returning to Israel um, and kind of wanting to show people all of the things that I see and the, the beautiful things and the real, because life, real life is beautiful. Even the ugly stuff, real life is beautiful. And you're doing amazing. I didn't even have to pay you for that little compliment. So thank you. Well, thank you. But I, I have to share this with people and I, I mention it. Uh, I mentioned it with Ellie Bismuth, uh, the music producer, who was who is my dear, dear friend, and the reason that I've even been able to contact all of you. So, um, Ellie, Todaraba Motukshili, and if you come old, 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 kacha, you're you. I don't know. Ataze ata. I don't know. I don't know if that's a word for word translation, but. Thank you, Ellie, for being you because Ellie brought brought me awareness of, of all of you. But the thing that is the most beautiful, you know, uh, I've met you and Or and all these people through Ellie and Inu Void and Yam and um, Cedric and Merlin and Daniel, I always say David, but it's Daniel Blue. And he has a name in between that, but we can't say it because it's a no-no word. Um, And, of course, Soma. But I have to ask you before I share the full story, do you know? Oh, my God. Listen, if he does not, like, kiss all of your feet after this, because every freaking one of you says to me, have you met Soma? Have you seen Soma? He's so good looking. And I'm like, do you have like a collective man crush on him? And if so, like, listen, there. it's good. It's all good. But it's so funny to me because I, <laughs> I feel like I've never even mentioned it to him to say, I'm sure he knows, but like each and every one of you have been like, have you seen Soma? He's so good looking. I'm like, oh my God, this is hilarious to me. Um, but you know what it is? That kind of silly comment shows me and what I really, really, really to show the rest of the world is that you as a community of rappers, are so completely supportive of each other and you're constantly propping each other up, up, up when you, you support each other's shows, all the open mic nights, just to even, I think, and you, you had a commitment. You didn't show up to that practice for the BOLA show that I was able to see in December because I was going to miss the show I was leaving. Um, mm-hmm. But to watch each of you enjoy each other's music, 
is like, because I'm an outsider, right? I'm not a musician. Uh, I don't think I could fit rhymes if you held a gun to my head. Like, I would be in some serious trouble. Uh, it's not a talent I, I possess, but that's okay, because we all have our own talents. But for me, like, as an outsider watching all of you guys, it, it's a, it's honestly, it, it again encompasses this idea of, Okay, like maybe I know you, maybe I don't know you, but we all have something in common. And this goes back to this feeling that I really, really, really want people to understand. Anirotsa, you know, Anirotsa, not just your, you, you know, I don't want people to just know, like, I want people to really understand that there is this sense of like you help your neighbor in Israel. like. You know, here, someone says, excuse me, like, oh, excuse me, can I ask you a question? You literally, like, in the U.S., people can't walk by you quick enough, right? But if you stop in Israel, you're like, slicha, um, some, like, people stop. Or if your car's broken down on the side of the road, like, I can't believe the amount of people that will, like, stop. Um, another case in point, like, you know, the ambulance company is, like, 90-something percent volunteer. Um it is a very amazingly beautiful thing, and I think what you and um, the the current rap community, like, I don't want to call you an underground community because it's not like it's, you know, underground, but it's, it's this, like, the, the, the newer artists um, to, to the rap scene, you, you guys have this amazing community, and I think that First of all, again, the diversity within you guys. I mean, there are people with the, the family backgrounds from Israel, the U.S., uh, France, Russia, uh, I'm sure other areas because I don't know everyone. But it, it, it's this amazingly beautiful thing. So you see all these influences. Gam, Gam, also like your own perspective and your own style and your own sense and Shy, if I could say one thing about you, I mean, well, I can't just say one. I'm going to say two very important <laughs> things about you. Kaha, this is very important. Shy is my favorite name in Hebrew. Oh, thank you. So thank you. when I heard your name, I was like, I already like him. God, I hope he's good because I already <laughs> like his name. Uh, Aval, I think Aval. that... <laughs> I just think you are an incredibly genuine person. Um, I, I know that um, our listeners have felt that from how you have shared with us. I know that they will learn more about this when they go to your YouTube channel. Uh, and I did update okay. a new link so that the spelling of everything for Instagram and YouTube is there. I will also be putting clips onto my YouTube channel for my loyal listeners. Um, or if you guys want to message me on Instagram, it's Anya underscore think underscore differently. So that's A-N-Y-A underscore T-H-I-N-K underscore D-I-F-F-E-R-N-T-L-O-K. And Anya Farber on Facebook. Um, and then my YouTube is Anya Farber. So that if for some reason you can't find these links to find Shy, you can find him through me. And I don't minds at all being the errand girl to connect you to shy if you are someone who has a venue uh overseas and you're interested in shy 
by all means, message me. I will make sure to put you in touch with him. Shai, I, I wow. think that it's, it's – I, I like that you're, like, I called you the triple play. You know, Triple H is like Mr. Oh, Wrestler. You see? Ah, it's constantly connecting there. But you are. You're the triple play. You're the trifecta for people who bet on horses. The trifecta. I don't even know. Can you still bet on? I don't, know, I don't think you can bet on dogs anymore, but I think you can still do horse races. Because you have your, you know, you, you can be like, go wrestler, um, the actor. So you can, you know, live live these alter egos, one would say. But then your music, it's raw and it's real and it's who you are and it's its genuine. And it's, you know, you open the door and you didn't crack it open. You kicked it open like the professional wrestler that you are. Um and and not for nothing, like you you uh, you're very approachable, and and I I think you know a together a together like a, you're you're a, see you're a good representation of Lama together with Israel the Maxim Maxim Tov more 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 of all the gathers in the world, right? Um, because I, I think that this is something, I don't know if part of it is the army or something else or just how the situation, I mean, Lama, you know what? I don't need to know why. I just appreciate you. I appreciate you. Um, I do want to just give this, uh, out there because I know that we, we did not quite talk about it, but, um, you know, I I always do make a joke about um, you know Eva Gevershali. Um, so and when Or was on, he kind of like almost got a little uh, a little intimidating. He's like, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna you know check him out, put him through the ringer. And I was like, whoa, Or I know that you're not making any threats against any potential you know Gevershali. <laughs> he's like, no, I'm gonna check him out. I'm like, oh, he's like a big brother, so sweet. Um, but, but no, or is not talking about violence. And I know you're not like going to threaten to like, I don't know, wrestling move them and body check them into a corner or something. Um, you know, but you could just give them that like, look, of like, you know, <laughs> but uh-huh. I, I really, I appreciate you immensely. I'm looking uh, forward very much to uh, being able to sit with you in person and add you to, of course, my project. Do you see what I see? Because when I see you, I see a very, very good person who has like some seriously diverse, true talent, uh, who who's willing to open up to the world. So, Todaraba. Thank you. Thank you. Um, is there any? <laughs> Thank you. Um, is there anything else you want to share with our listeners that you feel like they they really need to know? Um, before I know you run off to the last thing you need to do before you get to lay your head down on your pillow after such a long day. Uh, actually, I hope to to get you in your house with my son. There we go. There we go. Thank so you. you guys can find him on Instagram. Okay, that is shy blanco. Menahem, S-H-A-Y-B-L-A-N-C-O-M-E-N-A-H-E-M. M is in Mary at the end. But it will be up on the new link 
I will repost uh, anyone who is following me. I've been tagging you so that they can have it in there. I will also put um, the YouTube links back up for anyone because I know that people are already interested in listening to more of your music. This is your first album. Is there anything coming out anytime soon, new stuff? I hope in this summer it will be in my next album. I don't have really released it. Okay. But I hope this one. So stuff is in the works. You heard it here first, guys. Here on Talk Israel, MCRS Radio, the Knowledge Network, there is more to come. So I know that we are going to stay tuned. Um, perhaps we can talk about it even more when we film for Do You See What I See? Because I need people to see you for who you are and how I see you. So, Motik, Todaraba. As we would say, leaving in the evening, Laila Tov, Lishon Tov. And um, we, will, we will definitely talk very soon. Thank you. So thank, thank you, you so, so much, Shai. I will definitely be in touch. So everyone, that was... I'm very excited that he was able to join us. Um, I don't want to short you any of his other songs. So what we're going to do right now is play one of the next songs that he was telling us about. And this is the one with Georgie, so we know this. And I actually play this all the time. It's on my YouTube channel.
much. Okay, I'm like I'm like way too energized now. I almost like feel like uh, ah, I just want to like get up and do something. And I'm my my watch. I don't even know if I feel like I'm jinxing it here. Hasn't like interrupted us yet on the show, uh, but it does keep telling me to stand up, stand up. You've been sitting too long. Um, but I gotta tell you, it's not my watch that would make me stand up, even though it's telling me and beeping on my wrist. It's that song. Um, so Georgie had a song with Yam that was was called Feel and Go, and it also makes me, like, very energized, and I feel like, um, you know, that, that's a good, like, gym song, that's a good, um, um, gosh, that is, like, just a good song, period. Um, so I am super, super excited that we got to share that with you, um, because, Heck yeah. I mean, that was awesome. So Shai really kind of is, guys, kind of like the trifecta. I, I, I kind of, not that I'm equating him to like, you know, like the horse racing or anything. It's just, that was pretty darn, you know, cool that he's like had all these different phases. Um, you know, I, I, I really, I kind of dig it. So definitely stay tuned. There's more to come. Um, we will be following up with with Shai uh, when I'm in Israel filming for Do You See What I See. We'll definitely be bringing more of the rap scene. Um, if you happen to be listening in Israel and you're unaware of this or you are thinking of going to Israel and you uh, don't quite know about this yet, there is like almost every week um, through the VOLA, the, the organization of, of these rappers, like performances, whether it's an open mic or someone's performing, um, it's 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 pretty darn cool. Um, and you're uh, also getting to see some of them try new material out, uh, which is also very cool. Uh, or they're just, you know, they're going to promote a, a specific song or something like that. Um, so that's been super, super exciting. So it's definitely something worth experiencing. Um so I'm glad that we're able to talk about that. And I, again, if you have any questions on that, you can message me directly or you could reach out to Shai or Georgie or, you know, Ellie or, you know, or any of the, the people that we've had on. Um, but again, if you just, you know, feel easier, just, just want to talk to me about that and something else, message me directly because we'll go ahead and take care of that. Um, I do want to also talk about how, this, you know, this community has kind of, it kind of, there's all these different layers, right? Um, and, you know, of, of the interconnection. I mean, and this uh, almost familial connection because it's so uh, strong and deeply rooted that um, when I was last in Israel and I had met with Or and Yom and, uh, you know, met the infamous have you seen Selma? He's so good looking. And unfortunately, Shai was unavailable, didn't meet him. Um, and I sat with uh, Inavoid at the Stay in Hotel in Yerushalayim in Jerusalem in the room, the common room. It's like uh, they do performances and you could have like private meetings and rent it out. And it was, it's so cool. Again, innovation, culture. They went in the whole room and all the stairwells, all graffiti. Like a local graffiti artist came in and 
did it up. And it's it like, it, it like it feeds into the creativity and it feeds into this like innovation and it just reminds me of the Israeli hip hop and rap scene. So if you guys are visiting Israel and you're going to stay in Jerusalem because you really have to like at least make a stop in Jerusalem and experience all that Jerusalem has, check out the stay in hotel because, well, first of all, they've got like the most crazy things that I've never thought about. The different styles of rooms they have, um, like a dormitory style, because like the whole idea of like a hostel is way out. That's out. It's like a dorm. It's like impeccably clean. Um, they have rooms like that. Then they have family rooms. So like you know, if you're parents and you've got like four kids or two kids or eight kids or whatever it is, it's like one bed for the parents and all these bunk beds. Brilliant, because I don't know if anyone grew up with a sibling that, like, kicked in the middle of the night or something. You don't want to be sharing a bed with them. So, boom, problem solved. And then, of course, they have, like, the regular private rooms with, you know, just the one bed in them. I was like, first of all, to have thought of that, genius. And then, second of all, like, the fact that they went and this, this whole idea of graffiti, and it's like, it's this treasure buried within Jerusalem, and, like, you wouldn't necessarily expect all this, like, graffiti and very art and like the bar downstairs is all like reclaimed material and full of like local wines only Israeli wines I'm like oh my god I freaking love this place um you know I I'm thinking like even though I have like family in in Jerusalem I kind of want to go back and stay there because it was so cool and that room is amazing and um I really hope that you know, stay in, we'll do some concerts with a lot of these rappers in that room. Cause I, to me, it just like screams hip hop culture and, but in, in a new and creative and innovative way, which I think again goes to some of our former guests. And of course our current guest, Mr. Shy Blanco, Gather Extraordinaire, um, really cool stuff. So what I want to do is very quickly play his last song that he had sent to us because he's explained it and I don't want to get too far away from his explanation while we're hearing it. אני שחקן נפלא, 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 אני שחקן נפלא, 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 אני שחקן נפלא, 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 אני שחקן נפלא, תן לי צ'אנס, אני אוכיח, אני אוכיח, אני שחקן נפלא, תן לי צ'אנס, אני אוכיח, לא קוראים לי רינה, אני מבטיח, זה רק הפתיח, שוכח טקסטים, אני לא כונן קשיח, אמרתי איך מינו כדי שהיא תבין שאני כאן, כמה עוד אפשר לשמוע עוד אודישן, היי גואן, שהוא מלהקת שיושבת עם פרצוף שלך, אל תחזור אלינו, לא נחזור אליך. אני שחקן נפלא 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 נפלא, אני שחקן נפלא 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 נפלא, אני שחקן נפלא 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 נפלא, תן לי צ'אנס אני אוכיח, אני אוכיח. אני שחקן נפלא 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 נפלא, אני שחקן נפלא 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 נפלא, אני שחקן נפלא 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 נפלא, תן לי צ'אנס אני אוכיח, אני אוכיח. 
טוב, תראה, צלם לרוחב, לא לאורך, אל תציג את עצמך, תודה חמוד אין צורך, תסתכל לפה ממש מעל המצלמה, אני פשוט מקריאה, אין לנו זמן להקדמה, אתה לא אצלי ברשימה, זה לא אני אשמה, כולם חיכו פה שעה, אתה לא שונה מהשאר, פשוט תיקח נשימה, תיתן מבט נשמה, ואל תזוז משמה, אתה רק שחקן נשמה, אני לא קיבלתי את הטקסט, זה הסוכן לא שלח, והתעכבתי בדרך בגלל טעות במחלף, ולא מצאתי את הסט, ואני עוד מלוכלך, בדיוק סיימתי לעבוד ולא הספקתי כל כך, אז לא שכנעתי אותך, ובזבזתי את הזמן, נהיה בחדר קצת חם, ואולי זה סימן, כולם אומרים שהמקצוע הזה לא רציני, אבל אני לא אפסיק לצעוד בדרך שלי.
focus a little too much on like all of like the hate and the Balagan stuff. Um, and I know that the, you know, Council for Public Defense, I can't even say that. Consul for Public Diplomacy, uh, Yuval Dimino Gideon, who was on our program talking about Israel's Independence Day and Memorial Day, um, had a huge part in the parade. And um, so Kolokovod to the foreign ministry, Kolokovod to everyone else who sponsored and made that possible. Um, it's really important that we remember to celebrate our differences um, because that actually makes us beautiful. And to really just, you know, guys, it it it's really not that hard to love on one another. It's, it's a good idea. Um, and don't forget to check out all of our other amazing shows on CRS radio network. You can um, like, once you, when you're on the link to this, you can click on all the other shows. Uh, you can browse the shows by topic, et cetera, by, you know, day by day. And uh, to my colleague who's coming up next, Mr. Billy Tappan, this one's for you. We, not me, anachnu lo, Ani, we'll get together next Monday. Until then, live the best you can live. Live like there's no tomorrow. Live like the movie. All around. I truly, all of you, I love all of you. Thank you so much for joining us as always and bearing with us and and always supporting us. So, from Talk Israel and CRS Radio, the Knowledge Network, this is indeed your host, Anya Farber. I'm going to grab my bit of shakshuka and have myself some dinner.